0: Previously on Quest Friends Forever. That direction, in my world, someone lives over there. His name is Balthazar. In my world, he's got diamonds. We could always go see if we could get some from him. At the entrance to the path are two towering golden statues. And as you are now very close to them, you can now see bodies and bones piled up in the threshold between them. This little fucking robot just runs full speed and both statues fire lasers out of their eyes and rising up out of the sand are humanoid looking figures made of sand. These are sand golems.
1: Nope. And I just moved the earth underneath it into the line of fire from the two statues.
0: This thing is just simply obliterated. Up ahead, there is a patch of sand that looks different than the rest. It's quicksand. We'll just call it what it is. You belly flop into this patch of sand, and you begin to sink into it. Your face is down far enough in the sand that, to your surprise, it comes out on the other side, and you see a room below you. You can see about half of a red circle on the ground. You come through and lower yourselves down to the ground in this dark room. So when Jared and Val fell into this room, they fell on top of the candle, extinguishing it. So now this room is completely dark. However, those of you with dark vision, which I believe is just Stephanie, I don't think does the robot have and dark to vision. Ellie. Well, yeah, but I already know what's in there, so I don't need to tell what Ellie sees. Am I conscious? I mean, sorry. Am I on? Yeah, of course you are. You just fell. Uh, I'm gonna cast dancing lights. Oh, I know, I know you are. I'm just. Okay. I was asking if you had dark vision though.
2: I think they do. Don't I get like some cool like infrared or like?
0: I mean, do you have it? And then we can decide so how it looks. Kind some
2: kind of like, uh, w- like
0: laser targeting system. That's what I'm asking you. Do you have dark vision? Yes, I do have dark vision. Okay. Uh, I cast Dancing Lights. Okay. And this so is for
3: it's... me, so I appreciate it. Thank you. So sure. Dancing
0: Lights uh, projects light in 10 feet of every direction, I believe. Because I looked it up because I knew you would do it. Thanks. So here's what everybody can see in this room then. Uh, this is an, a basically empty room. It's made of stone. Stone wall, stone floor, stone ceiling. Except for that patch of uh, quicksand above you that you just came through in the ceiling and on the floor you can see that full red circle now it's a 10 foot diameter circle on the floor between where you are and the path leading out so it's on the gr- it's on uh, it's like painted on the ground between those two things between you and the path it is red and it is uh covered in these like symbols that you don't immediately recognize and uh other than that it's just a pathway out of this room and that's it okay,
1: okay. um i'm going to do a would it be like investigation or whatever on that? I'm... What are you
0: trying to accomplish?
1: It's very suspicious. It and is. I don't trust it. And I'm worried.
0: Okay. So do what you're going to
1: do. I'll do an arcana check. Okay. No, I'll investigate. I'm going to investigate. Okay. Without walking into the circle.
0: Okay. Just walk, walk up to Ooh. it.
1: Ooh. Ooh hell yeah yes uh you want to know what i got
0: I, I would love to i need to actually four twenty
1: i got a three. Oh. Oof. plus five
0: an eight okay yeah so you investigate this not super well um you don't recognize any of the sigils or the symbols around it but i mean even with an eight it's not great but you are a an experienced person of the world uh you recognize that these symbols have something to do with magic.
1: It's a trap, guys. Guys, it's a trap. It's it's a magic trap. Just approach with caution. Actually, okay. don't approach. Val, Val, sure do not thing. approach. No, sure thing. Don't. No. Oh, Val okay. takes a
2: step forward. It's so a couple fin- steps away. Um, Should I run? No.
1: Is there a way that we can get through the door without stepping into that thing?
0: Oh yeah, of course. It's just it's just on the ground. You can go around it.
1: Okay, we absolutely do that.
0: Okay. so I,
1: I do that. I do that for sure.
0: Okay, well, Ellie's going to follow you for sure.
1: Walk like me. And then like, or, or everybody. Walk this way. Yeah, that's do, the one. Thank you. And then do the, yeah. Okay.
2: Talk
3: this way.
0: You sure you want to do that? It's a good comedy moment. You sure you, sure you want to do that though?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, so we all know what's going to happen here.
2: Do we? Val's I gonna... don't think we do. Val's going to, air quotes, walk this way and try to do exactly what goofy thing Stephanie was just doing with her arms or whatever. Does Val trip into the red circle? Hmm.
0: Okay. Well, this would be a performance check to see how well you can mimic Stephanie's walk.
3: Welcome to clown school.
0: And if you fuck fuck up, maybe something will go wrong.
1: I like that David, he always just is like, He's trying to fuck up?
2: Yeah, I have a. Pl- I have a pl- can I just say I have a plus eight to performance? Yeah, because your you're a character DJ robot. literally almost died,
1: Jesus. man. Death means nothing to this little robot. <sighs> Damn,
2: I
0: got an eleven plus eight, which is a nineteen. And you're upset about that? It sounds yes. like I'm a little uh, upset. You walk exactly like Stephanie, and it is a great Monty Python comedy moment. You don't fall into anything. You're welcome.
1: Is there like a pebble or something around? Can I like?
0: Uh, In the, the corners of this room, uh, and where you came down, there's kind of there's some more sand that is just kind of blown in here. Um, no, 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 yeah. I'm not going to do it. It's okay. okay,
1: okay, it's okay. Okay, fine, I'll do it. You want me to do it? I'll do no,
0: it. No, no, it is your I'll... character. It is your life. <laughs> you I'm just what? telling you what DM, happens.
1: You just shamed me into not doing this thing, and I know you really want to do it. So I'm gonna. I don't. I don't want to, I'm, gonna... I'm just telling I'm you I'm what's happening. Toss some sand in the middle okay. of that. I'm gonna toss it.
0: So you toss a handful of sand. You toss some compartment sand into the center <gasps> of this circle. How did you get one? <laughs> There's some in the corner. It's everywhere. It's the thing. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, the When the sand hits the ground that the circle is surrounding, the circle very briefly uh, flashes some light and the sand disappears. <gasps>
3: <gasps> okay. Um,
1: Wait, maybe we should do that.
3: Should I try to jump in? Is that crazy? Is uh, that okay. wild? Everyone, should I do it?
1: Now I'm looking at everybody. And I'm like, maybe we made a mistake. Maybe we do go in there. Okay.
3: Val,
2: Maybe. Val, I'm, wait, wait, Val but we has, don't know what's over uh, there. arguing. While everybody's Hold arguing, while everybody's arguing Val very adamantly, both arms straight out, trying to get everybody to stop. Just stop. Val's compartment opens up and Val grabs one of their compartment sand quantities and chucks that into the circle. Just in case. I That's mean just, thing, I mean, it right? might be some counterfeit. Compartment sand. We don't know what's happening here. I want to make oh, sure that the real in case. Deal... The sand is wonky.
0: Okay. Yes. Uh, the circle very briefly flashes some light, and that sand disappears.
2: What's okay. down the hall? Can
1: oh I my see goodness. what's down the hall?
0: So yes, with your dark vision, you can see down this hall. I think like fifty or sixty feet, right? Uh, it is a a narrow hallway, a very narrow hallway, like a like a one single file line kind of hallway. Also, stone floor, stone wall, and it slopes downward, but you cannot see where it ends because of the slope and because it is too far.
1: I mean, we well, have to come back this way anyway. We can always use that later.
3: What I'm going to do while this whole mental process is going on, me in-game, I burp. Bless you.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. That's like your, while you're like deliberating, should I, shouldn't I? Yeah, and it's all Stephanie, in my head, and then it,
3: and then it just like, comes out of us as a burp.
1: You're probably just like looking at it like, huh, and then Stephanie's like, okay, well, I'm not fucking with that, and starts walking down the hallway.
0: I follow. Okay, so we're going down the hallway. So, you continue down this uh, downward slope, and this path eventually opens up into a larger room, a much larger room. Uh, The one you started in with about the size of a bedroom, this is uh, much, much bigger. You can't even tell how big it is, because uh, your dark vision only goes out 60 feet, so you can't even see the end of this room. Um. Um, And there is a, a single lit torch on the wall as you enter. There are rows and rows of torches on the walls that go all around the room that are just currently unlit. And Stephanie, you can see as the front person and with dark vision at the very edge of your dark vision, about 50 feet into this room, there is a raised platform in the middle of the room uh, and it has something on it. You can't really tell, but it has something gold on it. And this raised platform is surrounded by four smaller platforms, but they're they're more like pedestals. They're smaller, about half the size. The platform is about six feet off the ground. These are about three feet off the ground.
1: Okay. I think the first thing that I want to do is to try to light the torches.
0: Okay. How do you do that?
1: I have a spell that's a cantrip called Produce Flame.
0: Ooh, okay. So you're just going to kind of do the, like, the wall never that, fingers the off. wall that you're coming in on you kind of just do all those or do you have to, like walk around the room and, and do them all
1: um i'll do those first so jared can also see okay
0: thank you you do that um you have illuminated this room uh much much better it's now everyone can see um so now everyone can see that uh race platform uh you kind of come out of the hallway now so you don't have to be in that straight line anymore um so everyone's kind of maybe shoulder to shoulder at the entrance to this room so you all see that race platform in the center and the four um little pedestal surrounding it. And now the room's a little bit more lit and you're a little bit further in, you can see that there are uh, four more hallways in this room going off in uh, separate directions, kind of like branching out of this room.
3: Just as a point of reference, Mm -hmm. hallway-wise, is it like this hallway goes into it or are we at like the center of this space and they're like north, south, east, west?
0: So this hallway uh, lets out so say you, say you are uh you're you're at the southern tip we'll say of have this big room a big square room um now that it's late, you can see that it is uh one hundred hundred and fifty feet in every direction with ceiling very 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 high ceilings like one hundred hundred and fifty feet ceilings like this is a big okay. fucking room cute um the the four branching halls are at the the far end like they're all along uh there's two along the left wall and two along the right wall that branch off in separate directions gotcha. And then, so the far wall. So you're at the south tip. The north wall is completely uh, flat and blank. So Val ran
2: over to go stand on one of the pedestals.
0: Stand on one of them?
2: Are they put, are they things to stand on? What are they? They're just no. Like they're,
0: a, they're like pedestals. So like it's what you like put works of art on in a museum. Like what oh a okay, waist high white little pedestal. So Val, you can run up there if you want. Val
2: goes up to one
0: and is kind
2: of looking at every possible angle to see if there's anything different or special or like a button or something or okay any kind of a trick thing to it kind of like touching over here touching on this side looking at the top looking down like crouching down what are you, around the base of it what
0: are you touching the smaller the, pedestals yeah okay um so val you run in uh charge in classic val style and now val can see and then everyone else will know when they walk up the biggest part in the center like the six foot tall one has a uh solid cube on it that is made of gold Resting on the center of this uh, platform, the four smaller pedestals around it. Val, um, you can see that each of them is empty; they have nothing on them, but each one has kind of um, like a groove in it where something might fit. The first one that so the south one we'll do different. So the south one has a just a ring, just a circle where something will fit into it. On the let's see west side, the left side, there is like a like a half scoop where something. Uh, spherical or orb-shaped might fit. On the north side, so the furthest one from you, there is a uh, thin inch-wide slot where something can be inserted. And on the right, on the east side, there is a handprint with an outline of a ring around the ring finger. All those are like indented into these pedestals so something can be placed. And Val, on the south one closest to you, the one that you're standing next to now that you tried to stand on and couldn't make it, there are two uh, empty jugs on the ground next to it. One is slightly bigger than the other. So those are for the piss.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm curious. We haven't had a
0: bathroom moment in a little bit, so I'm just like, that's true. We haven't role played ourselves going to the bathroom, so. Oh
4: my goodness!
1: So well, that is the Val situation. Val is checking this out. <laughs> Stephanie is just lighting all the torches because why not? Okay. Light it up? I guess we need to find items. How are how the, far up is that gold cube?
0: So the pedestal is six feet tall. So you'd have to just reach a little bit above your head if you wanted to grab it or touch it. I have a Q. Hopefully I have an A.
3: The hallways that are at the other side of this room that mm-hmm. we're looking at and sort of piecing together that we'll have to go down eventually, mm-hmm. are they the same width of the initial hallway that are one person or like, you have to be in a line to go down, or are they bigger hallways?
0: That is a great question. Uh, they are not as narrow. No, just that one hallway was very narrow. These are uh, much more accommodating.
3: Okay, so we could all like go as a group into each one of them
2: individually.
0: It certainly seems that
2: way. Okay, is there anything? Is there anything around the frame of the hallways to signify like shapes or symbols to signify are, that uh, they're
0: different?
2: You don't see any markings, no.
3: Okay, what if we were to stick together and go down each hallway together, so that way we don't have to split up, and if somebody gets hurt, we have backup, knowing that it can accommodate all of us. Assuming that each one of the totems that we need to find is down each one of the hallways, what do we think?
1: Sure thing. That's so smart, Jared.
3: Thank you so much. Um, she says, with, with I don't know why I said it like that, but uh, sure." <laughs> no, I love I love the tension. So by all means, I love it. Let's
1: do it. Let's do it.
3: Okay, door number one. We're going down door number one here today in the Dungeon Game. I walk towards it uh, both coolly, excitedly, and very intelligently.
0: Ooh, intelligently, I like that. Yeah. So going down this uh, short hallway opens up into a small square room. Oh, short s- in length. I was
3: like, you said that they were bigger than the no, last short, one. It's so a short
0: in length. It's a wide, it's a it's a chode hallway. It's wide it's and It's got a lot of girth. So, um, like Earth. yeah.
1: It's, it's a chodius hallway. It's the
0: chodius welcome to the, so okay. the chod room. So, uh it's a small square room. Uh again this about It's the chode zone. Okay. It's about bedroom sized. Uh this is, again the same one like, like similar to the size you came in with the quicksand. Um only in this room, the only thing in this room is a right in the center, a nice stone fountain that is uh shooting water continuously uh, up into the air. It's not a big one, like the opening credits of Friends. It's like a smaller one someone might have in their front yard kind of style. This water looks clean. And sitting on the uh, edge of the fountain, like the ledge of it, is a small wooden board with a few pieces of bread and cheese on it.
1: Okay, let's go look in the next room.
0: Okay. Sure thing. Val excitedly runs forward and
2: runs past everybody down the hall and then around the entryway to the hall and then stands in front of the entryway to the next hall and Mm -hmm. just stands there proudly waiting for everybody to catch up.
0: Okay. So, Val, you lead the charge down the second room, I guess. Uh, This is another short hallway that leads you into another small square room about the same size as the water fountain room. Please comply with my instructions. I'm telling Um, them to follow me. It's about the same size as the water fountain room. Please
4: comply with my instructions.
0: We've
1: already followed you.
0: Hold on. Wait. I've got to find the other one. Uh, Do you want to uh, wait for me to start talking first so you can cut me off with it again? Yeah. You ready? Okay. Yeah. So you go in the room and then- Move along. Okay.
4: Nothing to see here. He, he, he
0: This room is entirely empty. Val, you're in the front. So the only thing you can see in this room, there seems to be something scratched into the far wall.
4: Oh my goodness.
0: I go to take a closer look. You walk up to the wall and you see that they are Words. And there is a uh, short verse carved into this wall. Would you like to know what it says?
2: Yes. Yeah. It says. Well, tell me,
0: and then I will read it back to okay. the rest of the group. So the first line says, make me red and you will earn.
4: Hello. 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 Hello.
0: The thing it is for which you yearn.
4: Hello. Hello. Hello.
0: What you give will be returned.
4: Hello. Hello. So long.
0: For the fare of lessons learned.
4: La-, la- Laugh out loud. Hello. Did y'all get that? Okay.
0: um, I actually wasn't listening. I was just having fun with that. So
2: (laughs) you have to say that all over again probably.
3: So we have to make something red to get the thing that we
2: want.
1: Make me red red, and and you will will earn.
2: earn. You go ahead.
1: It is the thing for which you yearn. What you give will be returned for the fare of lessons learned. Okay. So what it Should appears
3: we... we have is a classic dungeon situation.
0: A real riddle scenario. Oh, and there's be- nothing else in this room. Nothing else in this room at all. Okay. Cobwebs. Does, so like,
2: Does it look like there could I, be light poking through the bricks in the wall that I can just smash through this wall? And we can just get out of this dungeon that way? It doesn't look like it.
3: Okay.
1: So I think that like whatever we're going to put into that slot is probably what this is for. Maybe because there's nothing else here. Uh,
2: what you
3: give will be returned for the fare of lessons learned.
0: Should we go? Look Our at the effort will groups? be
3: rewarded in the form of growth.
0: <laughs> You'll all learn something.
3: Woo! <laughs> Success. Okay. Okay, let us out. Idea. We got it.
0: Oh. <laughs> yeah.
2: We did it. We solved. We the solved
0: it. Let us out. Yeah, it's great. I mean, there's no door behind you. It's just the path. I
2: feel. I feel. Okay, I have an right idea.
1: Now. Okay. That I'm gonna do right now. I'm gonna use Mold Earth to turn the letters red.
0: Can Mold Earth uh, do that?
1: Yes. You cause shapes, colors, or bolts to appear on dirt or stone, spelling out words, creating images, shapes, or patterns. This lasts for one hour.
2: So you're literally gonna make the thing that says "Make Me Red" red.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna very literally do it.
0: That's cool. I didn't know you could do that. Um, nothing happens.
1: <laughs> okay well it's red for an hour okay
0: <laughs> yes the letters turn red is what happens but uh, well nothing, i'm out of ideas nothing changes Let's go to the next room. room jesus Christ.
3: okay <laughs>
2: Just,
1: sure getting yeah. a lay of the land so you know
0: okay
2: you have to have all the pieces of the puzzle before you try to solve it so you run across <laughs> back back <laughs> to the
0: bigger room uh into to hallway number three uh-huh okay Door number three and this is ellie's
1: room so okay. Ellie goes first.
0: Okay, so Ellie's in front. So what Ellie sees is that uh, she goes down a long hallway, or sorry, a short hallway. Uh, this room is looks like some kind of uh, like a study. Um, there is a messy desk covered in papers and old dusty books with an empty, creaky looking wooden chair next to it. Classic. There is a wooden cabinet with glass doors through which you can see a bottle of brown liquid and some dingy glassware. There is a red lounge chair that was perhaps nice once upon a time but is now somewhat ripped and lumpy. There is a short end table near that lounge chair covered in a perfect layer of dust. There is a freestanding Cheval mirror in that same corner also covered with dust. There is a cheap cot set up against one wall. And on the wall where you just entered, there is a fireplace filled with black soot. So he keeps pissing that bottle. (laughs) Wow.
1: Um, What's on the, you said there's papers. What's written on the papers?
0: Uh, they look like they have been torn out of a history book. Um, it looks like a very uh, dense and dry description of the settlers who moved from east to west to settle the lands of Constance. The, 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 it's like an encyclopedia entry about Can early Constance me settlers. you about these settlers? Uh, yeah, they were sick as fuck. Oh, they were sick? Shit. They brought
2: disease?
3: Whoa, cholera. They brought, they
0: brought, they brought cholera out. with them? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Okay. Room number four.
0: Okay, so we, we Batman symbol into the next room? <laughs> All right. Uh, this room down the hallway, this room is the only one that is not square. This is a long rectangular room. Uh, it looks like a banquet hall in a rich person's house, or at least that's how it looked when it was new because it is now uh, very dusty and covered in cobwebs. At the center of this room, there is a, a long banquet table with chairs surrounding it, but the table is completely empty and the chairs have white sheets thrown over them. And at the far end of this table, from the side you enter from, there is a uh, statue of a human man wearing fancy robes, but uh, his hands are covering his face. All
1: right, y'all, where do we want to start?
4: I
0: have a question for the DM. Okay. Is the statue sad because he's ugly? You can't tell because his face is covered. Okay, thank you.
2: Is this statue have opposable parts to it, or is this a solid you statue? You are too far away to tell on the move. side
0: of the room. What? Okay,
3: I'm going to walk over to the statue.
2: Okay.
0: So, again, you can see that it's a, a statue of a man. Uh, he's got, like, short hair. I mean, statue hair. It's all statue. Um no, he's
3: wearing—he's wearing a literal hair wig. Yeah, the, <laughs> it's a statue with a wig. The <laughs> thing you
0: notice, Jared, even with passive perception, you don't even need to investigate. You notice that uh, on his right hand there is a ring—not a real ring, a statue ring—but there is a ring there. That is the something of note.
3: Okay, I'm going to reach for this ring, and I'm going to—and this might be a really good guess, or it's going to mean nothing. I'm going to assume that it's screwed on or manipulated somehow at the base of the ring. Okay. And I'm going to attempt to either screw, manipulate, or pull off the tip of that finger from the base of the ring.
0: So you reach out and as soon as you touch this hand where the ring is, before you even get to get to screw it or whatever you were going to try to do, um, <laughs> you hear kind of a echoey, ethereal voice that seems to be coming from the statue. And as soon as you touch it, you hear, oh, oh, no. Nobody came to my party. Is the statue moving? <laughs> Nothing moves at all. Nothing moves. All you hear is this echoey voice. Eric's face uh, the, is the rest of you, The rest of you also hear it, too. It's not in his head or anything.
4: Oh, my goodness.
3: I try again.
0: <laughs> I don't say, I, Val, don't, I don't Val respond. hears the word
4: party. Let's get this party started.
0: The statue goes, Oh my! (laughs) (laughs) Is that music? I love music!
4: Countercharm.exe program launching.
0: That would be great music for a party! Mmm, the statue says but we don't have the other party ingredients to throw the best party in the land.
2: Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. And then Val cast dancing lights. So now it's just all kinds of crazy lights going on in this
0: room. Let's drop the <laughs> bass. We already have lights and music. We need the rest of it.
3: <laughs> so what, what other things do you need for the party?
0: You know, Party stuff. You can't have a party without party favors and things of the sort.
3: Like cheese, maybe?
0: Food of any kind? Drinks of any kind? guests. Oh.
3: I turn to the group and I'm like, we got to go back and get that cheese and piss bottle.
1: <laughs> well, let's do it.
3: <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um,
1: Piss bottle.
0: Here we come. Should
3: we should we go back to the first room and start rummaging for party supplies?
2: What about the What about the fourth room?
0: We don't know what the fourth room is. You're in the fourth room. We're in the oh. fourth room. Oh, never mind.
1: So we had um, cheese wa- room, like fountain, and water cheese.
0: water fountain, completely blank room with something about red on the wall, messy study, sad party plate, oh, and sad party
1: Okay, um, and
2: then and then. Back in the main room, there's the pedestal had the two jugs next to it
0: that are still on the okay. ground. Unde- okay. Okay. So. so
1: you guys go get the food. I'll get the the papers that don't mean anything, and we could probably make confetti out of those. Hello. Um. Or like Val, some Val garland. Val says,
2: Val says hello, and then start and runs off. What Val's gonna do is he's gonna go get those jugs and then take them to the fountain and fill them up with water and then bring them back to the room. But you don't know that because Val just said hello and ran off. Okay.
0: So Val's doing that. What's everybody else doing? I'm uh, going to
1: go get the papers and uh, make confetti and garland. Okay. I'm going go to I'm gonna go to the first room, <laughs> grab the oh, cheese. Oh, and party hats. I'll make party hats too okay. for everybody.
3: I'm going to go grab the cheese and then rummage for any other things that we may have missed when we first stepped
0: in. Okay. So actually, Stephanie, you're closest because the room that room is closest to this one. So are you I doing it?
1: I'm I'm gonna like gather them up and probably like look around as I so like really I'm tidying up the room and grabbing these things to also looking around seeing if I see anything and then I'm gonna take them back to the other room. Do I see anything?
0: What are you trying to perceive in this room?
1: Everything, because I got a nat twenty. The
0: meaning of life. You got a tw- you got a-, a crit. I got a crit. So with a crit you are uh, picking up these papers and kind of straighten up these books to take in the other room to make party favors for the sad statue. And as you turn to leave the room uh, with your critically amazing perception, something catches your eye in the freestanding mirror in the far corner. Nearby that mirror is the uh, lumpy, torn up uh, red lounge chair and the little end table next to it. As you look at the end table, it is empty and covered in a perfect layer of dust. There is nothing there on it. But in the mirror, Stephanie, that table has a key on it. Ooh!
1: Ooh!
0: Solve the puzzle.
1: I'm gonna reach for that key
0: in the physical space in the real world. Yes. Are you still looking into the mirror? Yes. Okay. You reach onto this table, and you can kind of track your movements in the mirror, and you move your hand to where it is. And it's really
1: hard because when you try to do that, like in the mirror, it's always really hard because everything is like backwards, twisted, backwards.
0: Um. And looking at your hand in the mirror, you reach down on this table and you touch in the real world, the physical world. Uh, You feel a key in your hands.
1: Excellent. Thank you. Uh, I look at it.
0: You cannot see it in the physical world. You can only see it in the mirror.
3: But you can feel it in the physical world. So you feel
0: it. You feel a key in your hands. It is a small brass key. Cute.
1: I'm going to put that in my pocket where I can feel it.
0: So, the interesting thing about that is that when you put it in your pocket, um, you go to like, you know, when you put your keys in your pocket, you pat yourself down to make sure you got everything. uh, It's no longer there.
1: Is it back on the table?
0: In the mirror, it is back on the table.
1: God fucking damn it. Okay. So, now I'm going to put these papers on the desk.
0: Okay. Papers taking a back seat?
1: Papers on the desk. Yeah. I'm going to grab that key. Okay. And I'm going to... The same way, so it's really comical. And I'm going to... Look in the mirror and look around like so in front of the mirror and try to like look at the rest of the room through the mirror to see if I see a look.
0: That's a great idea. The other cool thing about this mirror is that it's freestanding so you can kind of turn it if you need to. It's a Cheval oh, I, mirror which I had to then look Then
1: I up. absolutely do that.
0: With that, um, you already crit. The crit's carrying over. You're very perceptive right now. As you spin around in this room holding this mirror... You notice under that cot, that ratty old cot, against one corner, that there is nice a steel small. Cot. There's a small lockbox, <gasps> like a like a little jewelry box looking thing.
1: I'm gonna look over at it, like mm. not in the mirror, to see if it's there. It's not there, and I still feel the key.
0: Did you look away from the mirror? I did. You no longer feel the key.
1: Okay, so systematically, your girl goes over, <laughs> puts the mirror in front of the table, grabs the grabs the key looks into the mirror again, goes down to the lockbox, and while still looking in the mirror, this is even more comical and awful because <laughs> now I'm trying to put a key into a keyhole and That's not actually and,
0: there. Yes.
1: And you have to really, watch yourself
0: in the mirror to do it.
1: It's really, really bad and probably takes me a good minute. Um so I do that.
0: Yeah. Since you have figured out this this concept that you need to be looking in the mirror. So you don't need to roll for it. You got it. With a little bit of effort, you get this uh, invisible key into this invisible box, and the box pops open in the mirror, and there is a uh, purple glass orb inside of this box.
4: <gasps> Ooh.
1: I grab the orb while looking into the mirror.
0: Smart. Uh, however, <laughs> as you t- when you touch this orb and take it out of the box... Not only can you feel it in your hand, you now see it in the real world. This orb has now manifested in the physical space.
1: Okay, but the way that I am going to do this is I am going to grab it and sure You're I can feel you Are going to comically drag
0: been... a mirror around for the rest of this adventure?
1: No, no, no. I, I, I grab the orb and I'm like, I don't want to fucking look away. So I take it in front of my face between myself and the mirror. Okay. And it's still there. Yes. Okay. Now I'm going to move the orb outside of the sphere of the mirror the mirror sphere and it's (laughs) still there yeah
0: smear yes this orb now exists anybody got a bagel (laughs) this orb now exists in the physical space
1: cool okay um i'm gonna hold on to that i'm going to scoop up my papers in the other hand walk out and i'm going to probably shout i found the orb I'm probably going to put the orb where it's supposed to go
0: Okay. first. so, so you're going to come that- out of that room. Yeah. Okay, as she's coming out of that room, Jared, you have the cheese platter now, right?
3: I'm going to the room for the plate for the cheese to bring back to the other room for the party.
0: Okay, so you are walking back. So now you have this, uh, this wooden platter of cheese and bread. Okay, you how are- much
3: cheese is there? And wait, there's bread?
0: Yes, there's bread. Yeah, right? he said cheese and bread.
3: Oh, I didn't notice that the first time. I'm yeah. like- well okay
2: there was bread, but Jerry was very hungry like
0: a baguette situation um
3: okay whoa slur um and a, and
0: a couple of uh well that's yeah I get it. <laughs> uh, just kidding and a couple of, of like cut pieces of cheese
3: iconic do we know what kind of cheese who got the is? cheese
0: uh it's a a it's uh it's it's a Swiss it's a fine Swiss it's a good Swiss mm. Yeah.
3: Yeah. See, thank you, Jess. Mm. That's it's also exactly probably really right. Dusty for can't being, being please in a all the, people all Wait, the time. Wait, no. But why don't we do a
0: Gouda? Let's do a Gouda. Mm. It's Gouda's much better than Bada. It's much better than Bada. So you are holding this platter. Uh, you're back near the center of the room. Near the, platter the of pedestals.
3: what? Platter of what? Cheese and bread. What kind of cheese? Swiss cheese. Oh my God!
0: You can't change. Really you can't. This. You can't transmute it's canon the cheese. now, though. You, okay, you, can't transmute you can't transmute this cheese. How about this? How about a cheese type?
3: What if we go to the well? There, yeah. What if we go to the room with the magic mirror? Will it be? Uh, will it not be Swiss? <laughs> in the better mirror? cheese? No. Would it, Yeah. Would it be a better cheese? No. It's the well, same I look cheese. in there and I see Gouda.
0: <laughs> so Stephanie and Jared are the they are almost crossing paths here in the center of this room. Uh, Val, what are you doing with the jugs? I'm going to the
2: fountain to fill them up with water so that the people at the party can have something to so drink. You have
0: one big jug and one medium jug full of water in your arms. I swear to God, back.
2: Danny. I'm not going to say it out loud, but I swear to God, if you're going with this where I think you're going with this, I'd be very upset.
0: Okay. So uh, so are you walking back with the jugs back to the party room? I'm going to be upset because I don't remember actually how to solve it from Uh the movie. Are you walking back toward the party room? Yes. Okay. So you're all three in the center, four of you all in the center of this room now with your respective items. Uh, Stephanie, you're going to put this orb on the pedestal with the orb indent in it? Uh Yeah. Okay. And as you do that, the golden cube sitting on the tall pedestal in the center of the room one of the sides, uh, this is a solid gold, nothing about it, no symbols on it or anything, but now one of the sides uh, lights up and illuminates in the shape of an orb, like, a, like an orb symbol on the side of this is now lit up.
1: Okay. Cool.
0: Very video game-esque. Yes, it is. Thank you. Now what happens? So you want to go back to the party room?
3: Yeah, I guess so. That was sick. That orb thing was cool. Let's go to the party room.
0: Let's go celebrate. What do you do with the the cheese board, Jared?
3: I put the cheese board on the table, and I say, bon appetit.
0: Mmm, snacks, you hear the statue say. Snacks make for a great party.
2: Val offers up the jugs of water, like presenting them to the the statue and saying,
0: hello. Uh, You don't hear anything for a second, and then you hear, what kind of party serves water? We need the finest spirits for our lively guests. Oh, and we need guests, too. No guests for my party. I'll
2: go get the
3: piss bottle. I leave the room.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Don't serve piss, you hear, as you are walking away, fading away. Val, uh, as soon as he says,
2: who serves water at a party, Val puts the jugs of water down on the table and then reaches into their compartment and pulls out the uh, mystery potion that they bought from the traveling salesman. Mm Mm-hmm and puts that next to the jugs of water and sort of hands out Vanna White-style, presents that to the statue. To now see that's if a
3: party. Ready. I don't know what
2: that is. Don't worry.
4: You can trust me. I'm friendly and approachable. <laughs> what kind of party is mystery liquid? Don't worry. You can trust me. I'm friendly and approachable.
0: <laughs> the statue does Do not seem thing. pleased by your offering. Ah, Val puts the potion back. Stephanie, what are you doing now that you're back in the room of the papers?
1: I'm making everybody party hats.
0: So why don't you roll? Uh, There's not really an art, like an art performance. Just de- decks, I guess. Just straight up decks. Just how okay. how well do you cut? Like I would have a poor deck score, real life Denny Barkley, because I can't cut in a straight line. So, you
1: absolutely would. I got a 14.
0: You make uh, sufficient party hats for everyone. And uh, what do you what do you do with them now?
1: I put them on, obviously. I put one on me. Mm-hmm. I put one on Val. I put one on everybody, including, all, the including the statue. Including the statue, okay. the rest I'm going to rip up so it's all confetti.
0: I love party favors. Delightful, you hear the voice say. Uh, Jared, you're in the study. You grab the bottle?
3: I grab the bottle and the assorted dusty glassware from okay. the same spot. Okay. I walk in front of the mirror and I just... You know, just I checking yourself see, out. Yeah, I didn't see anything before, he, he's so I'm just doing like
2: not for the purpose of solving any kind of dungeon puzzle. I'm he's just, just checking I, his hair.
3: <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I'm just seeing. You know, a quick doing the profile, to thing, like, okay, butt, we're doing good, right. yeah, yeah, I just want to make sure that I'm like, I'm looking you're, how I'm feeling in the space.
0: You're a little sandy from uh, going through a quicksand pit, but uh, otherwise, you know. what? But it adds to your kind of rugged aesthetic right now.
3: No, yeah, I yeah, 100% it's, it's the, the grit and the grime is absolutely it's bonus points Seeing my yeah. physique.
2: It's like a, it's like James Bond on a beach. Sure. Yeah.
3: So the the booze it doesn't look different?
0: Everything looks the same.
3: Okay. I leave. I run back to room number 4 okay. and I set it on the table next to the cheese and I As do want these
1: in. Whoop
3: whoop, on the glasses uh-huh. and dust just whoop whoop out of the cup. Uh-huh. And I say "Bon appétit" again.
1: As he walks in, he gets a party hat.
0: Delifle. Oh yeah, adding to the the rugged James Bond beach And look. it's like mm-hmm. thrown
3: on my head like I I do not stop walking. It's like <laughs> you just like real quick on my head bloop and then I just keep going and now I just have a party
0: hat. Mm-hmm. So as you set the the bottles down and get your party hat, you hear the voice echo one more time and say, "Ooh, a potent, potable, delightful. Now we have libations for our party." And then a beat, a pause. We have all the fixins. Now we just need guests. You can't have a party without guests. We're here. We're all, all here. Four Hello. people. That's no party. We need it's, more.
3: It's it's a it's an intimate
0: party. It's more. Like a, it's like a people shindig. There's no response.
1: I run into the other room, grab the mirror, bring the mirror back, and
2: she's <laughs> gonna drag. Yeah. When you drag the mirror, like, you know how, like, men you have, black, like, a, a chair on a wooden floor, and you screw... The men in black dragging the table across the room. Loud, annoying scrape sound all the way in?
1: A hundred percent. And my goal with this, uh, you know how, like, sometimes you put a mirror in a place, and it is to make the room feel bigger, and to make it feel more populated, and, like, there's more stuff? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to place this like that, but so there's more bodies in the room. So there's so it eight looks people like, now instead of four. Yeah.
0: So you drag this mirror from room three to room four loudly. <laughs> Everyone's just kind of standing and watching you do it. And Ellie's like, what oh, Okay. And you place it there and the statue does not move and there is no response. Do we see people? More guests! Eventually you hear. Are I there want the no... finest party in the land!
3: So there's no reflection of people in the mirror?
0: No.
1: What about the statue?
0: I do <laughs> like that you're trying to use the mirror for everything now. Um, no. <laughs> No, everything in the mirror what is as it is. What is about... the
1: room? Does it does it look like the room
3: is there? Everything
0: looks exactly it's... the same in this mirror. There's nothing. Just just okay. No what people. if no extra people, no nothing. Okay. Just a What mirror. if
3: what if I cut open my hand and I smeared blood on the thing to make it red, will zombies rise?
1: It's worth a shot.
3: Okay, let's go to the other room. Let's see if we can find something that we missed the first
0: time. Mm. Which room are we going into? Number 2. The make me red room. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, you're in there. Val's gonna do a perception check. I got a 17. Sure is a room with some uh, with a riddle etched into the wall. The <sighs> riddle is: Make me red, and you will earn the thing it is
2: for which you yearned. What you give will be returned for the fare of lessons learned.
3: Okay, I'm gonna try something real quick. I sort of. Generally, gesture to the room and the space itself, and I say, "Wow, room, you look so good today."
0: <laughs> that made uh, Daniel Barkley the DM, a little red in the face. Um, <laughs> but your words just uh, echo in this in this empty stone room. Oh,
3: God damn it!
0: Okay, that's good Val, though. Val, I like th- I almost want that to work because it's Val so good. Val runs up behind. What is right?
2: Val runs up behind Jared and gives him a swift slap on his ass.
0: <laughs> I think that's going to be Jared <laughs> <red>. Too hard.
2: <laughs>
0: uh, okay. You have been ass slapped, Jared, by a robot. I'm like, huh ah. <laughs> Anything? Nothing happens? Just to Jared. The room doesn't change. <laughs> okay. okay.
1: I'm really, really bad at riddles, y'all. So, um... Is it Stephanie or Jessica? Well, honestly, both. Because I can't play somebody that is good at riddles if I myself am not good at riddles.
0: That's fair.
3: Well, we make it red, we'll get the thing we want. That's the deal. Make it red. Make it red. Make it red.
1: And whatever we do, will be returned.
3: Okay. How about this? I'm going to look to the group and I'm going to be like, okay, I'm going to try something. I pull out my small dagger and I take it to my index finger and i poke it and a small stream of blood comes out with my bloody finger i touch the wall and rub it across the letters that are etched into the wall
0: so you smear your blood on this wall jared yes and for five seconds nothing happens but after five seconds the blood on the wall begins to move the blood begins to swirl around in a circular pattern, moving on its own accord. After doing this for a moment, it flies off of the wall and lands on the floor near you, where it continues to swirl around on the ground. And you notice I've this... I've got good blood. Fuck, this is cool. <laughs> My blood As you're rules. all looking in amazement at this moving active blood, you notice that it is suddenly... There's more of it? Like, you just... Put a little bit on the wall, not a lot, but there is suddenly more blood than you started with. And (laughs) the the puddle of blood, not mud, but blood, continues to grow in size. And eventually it starts taking some kind of shape. And it starts to move upward slowly, creating this shape. And you notice it is two feet. Am I a father? Two legs, and then a torso, and then two arms and a head, all made of blood. And eventually the blood kind of ripples and changes and you are all looking at another version of Jared with extremely pale white skin and completely black eyes.
4: Oh my goodness.
0: Ooh. Okay. Oh my goodness. That's fucking cool. It stands unmoving.
2: Retreat. Val runs out to the other room. Okay. I...
0: Reach out and touch its shoulder. Make a dexterity saving throw. 12.
2: Uh Uh-oh, Danny has a dice in his hand.
0: This pale Jared clone, as you reach out, uh, snaps his hand up and grabs your wrist before you can touch it and squeezes as hard as it can, dealing six points of damage to you. Ew, why? And with his other hand, reaches into his belt loop and pulls out a sword your sword that you also have on you and everyone should roll for initiative oh fuck hey questies it's me your boy Danny the DM of Quest Friends forever stopping in here in the middle of the episode to say hello and to say thank you so much for listening We love it so much when you give us your love and affection and attention. So this is really working out for us. Uh, Let's talk about some stuff really quick so we can get back to this hot dungeon puzzle action. Podcasts. Am I right? We all listen to them. Why not listen to a few more? That's what we do over at the Nostalgia Network. We make podcasts. We make this one, Quest Friends Forever, for example. We also make the Nostalgia Podcast with Eric and Jessica from our show talking about movies through a queer and feminist lens. It's great. It's great. We also make the Momos and the Oppos with Eric and Jessica from our show, as well as Dr. Amber Jones talking about Avatar, The Last Airbender. It's also great. We also make the Lousy Advice podcast with Eric from our show and his band, Lousy Advice, talking about music. And you know what? It's great, too. Check those out at network.com or on the socials, mostly Instagram. And find out more about our shows and check them out and uh, give us some more attention and love and uh, all that stuff. You could also give us follows on social media where quest friends is at at quest friends forever on Instagram. That's where we do our main stuff Uh, episode updates and audio clips and soon to be video clips as well. So you can see our faces as we play this game and you could also give our podcast a five star rating Or a review on your podcast app of choice, whether that be Spotify, or Apple, or Stitcher, or Amazon, Fuck Jeff Bezos again, or wherever you listen. Those reviews and ratings are super-duper-duper-duper helpful. You've heard that a million times on every podcast you've ever heard, and it is still true for us here today. So do that, and that would be just the nicest. also want to give a shout-out to our very own David Tercero, who does all of our episode artwork here on Quest Friends Forever, the one for this episode here that you're listening to now is uh one of my favorites that he's ever done very very good uh thank you David also our opening and closing theme music is made by Eric Lefebri aka Jared just talented people all around can't say enough about what they do and it is uh great to have them on board okay that's enough for me let's get back to the episode and find out what's going to happen uh the ending of this episode is probably one of my favorite things I've ever done uh I meant on the pod, but maybe in my life. I don't know. You'll be the judge. So stick around and tell us what you think, and hopefully you like it, and we'll see you again for the next episode in two weeks. Bye-bye, friends.
3: Is Bad Jared hot?
0: Uh, he's exactly you, just paler with black eyes. Hell yeah. So, I mean... Uh, what do you think of yourself?
3: Hell, uh, no! I, that's why I said hell yeah.
0: <laughs> okay, so we begin. So the uh, bad Jared is going to look directly into your face, Jared, and take a big, deep inhale breath, and exhale a puff of noxious gas from its mouth into your face. Okay. So you need to make a Constitution saving throw. At the twelve. It is a 12, which is not going to be good enough. Oh, so fuck. the poisons gonna go the poison cloud goes directly into your face, and as you breathe in, you take nine points of poison damage. Jesus,
3: fuck. OK? Um, ha, jokes on you, I've been secretly ingesting poison gas for years. <laughs> and I'm not allergic to this stuff, so jot that shit
2: down, DM?
0: Well, you also have uncanny Dodge, so you only take. What is that? Oh uh, thank uh, you. And it's rounded down, so four points of damage.
2: What a, what a fair DM.
0: Perfect. Okay. Uh, okay. Stephanie, I mean, you I'm are stu- I'm oh, still sorry.
3: nearing death, but it's fine.
0: Stephanie, you're right nearby and it is your turn.
1: Um so my goal is to try to take him into the other room because we're gonna party. Right? Okay. So how he, do you want to do that? Um so I'm gonna cast Thorn Whip and I'm going to try to wrangle him. Like,
0: like trying to lasso this boy? Yeah. Okay. Is that a thing that Thorn Whip can do?
1: Um, it's or a, is it a thing that,
0: we, that Jessica wants it to do?
1: It's a thing that Jessica <laughs> wants to do. Um, okay. You create a I long like vine-like whip covered in thorns. It lashes out. And you can pull... Like So you pull the creature yeah, close yeah. to you. Yeah. That makes um, sense. My goal is to, like, hook him and drag him.
0: Okay. Let's see what happens.
1: Spell attack bonus is plus eight. 14, 22. plus eight. God, that's what I happened yeah. down here.
0: Yeah, absolutely, that hits a hundred percent. That hits. Oh my goodness, it does. Okay, this cool. thing has so- Jared's armor class, which is only thirteen. So, <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I do one d six piercing damage, and okay. it says I can drag him up to ten feet closer to me. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna do that. Like, so imagine Stephanie Consciousness Whip, gets his wrist. The one that has the sword, and starts like yanking him, so starts like pulling him, like it's a kid on a leash, is what I'm. (laughs) Okay, is what I imagine.
2: Does he drag
0: Jared along with him? That's what we're about to do. Uh, Jared, you and I need to have a strength contest to see if this thing uh, drags you along. I'll fucking win, bro.
3: Sorry, you can have a strength contest contest between Jared and Jared.
0: Fucking jacked, bro. I rolled a nine. Okay, I only rolled a six. Oh. Which Fuck are yeah. two of the best numbers <laughs> to combine. Uh, so you Ooh, are I able peaked. to uh, you're able to break your grip, and this thing does not drag you along. Um, Stephanie, are you trying to get it Ooh, on the ground, or are you ass. just like pulling it towards you?
1: I'm pulling it towards me. I mean, like, yeah, I don't think I like pulled it with enough uh, weight to like get on the ground.
0: Okay, like we said, you were you were 10 feet away, so you pulled this thing right up onto you then.
1: Oh no, like as I'm pulling it, I'm as I'm pulling it, I'm walking I'm walking. So we're uh like I said, so like think of like a kid on a leash at like the mall or Disneyland where they're trying they're the other way and I'm like, no no no, we're going over here. So you move ten feet um, and
0: it moved ten feet.
1: Yeah. Got it. So dragging that
0: that dude. Oh my god, drag him. Drag Jared. Uh drag me. So it is Ellie's turn. Okay, so she's gonna ready in action. She's going to ready up. She's going to uh, join you in the, like, follow along behind Bad Jared. And if Bad Jared breaks free, she is going to uh, take a swipe at it. She she has her sword drawn and, like, has it uh, held out in front of her, like, walking behind it as it's being dragged. Cool. Uh, Val, do what you're going to do.
2: Does it look like they've got the situation under control?
0: You can't tell. They've only moved 10 feet. You're not in the room. You're still outside. You maybe have heard some some struggle from the room, is all you've heard. I mean, I will tell you, this thing's going to try to break out. It doesn't want to be dragged.
3: Well, if I know anything about me, I don't like being dragged. Of so. course.
0: Its first instinct was to attack and to hurt, so but it's not uh, going to cooperate.
3: Here's the thing, though. Is it the opposite? Is it like the anti-me? Because if it's the anti-me, oh, like and negative, I don't like being Jerry. dragged, maybe being dragged is its kink, and we don't know. Oh, that's true. That's, that's, true. The, that's true. That's the that's we The real problem
2: we can't assume. when... Jared finds out about other Jareds kink, and then is also kind of into it, and then but see then then, you just have an unending dragathon in circles around the room with both Jareds getting off. That's really weird. Here's
3: here's the thing though about organic tethering because I'm assumed mentally we're tethered, OVS, because of that. As one kink increases, the other diminishes. So we have this balance of like, oh, well, scale. I'm no longer into this. Suddenly the other is like, oh, I'm really into this. It's a yin and, and yang. we just tip. It, yeah. And so should we use that to our advantage? It's a, it's a, a. am thinking.
0: It's a Jedi Sith. Always got to like have a balance. It is. It's, it's, it's balance. a dyadic. It's a, it's it's a, a dyad, it's, yeah. It's a dyad. Hey, yes. Val, what are you doing <laughs> while well, we're talking about this kink dyad? <laughs>
2: Remind me, did Honestly, I run out of the let me room? write a
3: fucking paper on the kink diet? I'll
2: <laughs> no, 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 fuck but, by up. all means, please please keep going on about kinks. That's what the podcast listeners oh, want to hear about.
0: I mean it's kind of become what it is. Uh what do you want to do about? kind of is? Did I remind you're me welcome. did I run out of the room <laughs> when I saw this thing becoming
2: of blood? Or did I run yes. out beforehand for some reason?
0: It became bad, Jared, and you said, Oh my goodness, as you are known to do, out. and you sprinted away. I should say you sorry, you said retreat. And you sprinted Okay, out. I said retreat.
2: Okay. So I made it out when I ran out, I made it out because I was scared because my very good friend just spawned a demon from his blood. Sure. So I've had a a digital emotional journey in milliseconds. (laughs) So Val realizes that their friends need them. So Val is gonna run back into the room. Okay. See the struggle of Stephanie and Ellie pulling this thing and to help out, Val calls out to Ellie. You'll know because Val goes, "Hello." Right, and gestures, so, so just gestures, gestures to Ellie, waving hands wildly, like uh-huh. like jumping up and down, pointing at Ellie to to get her see so she she's paying attention. She's looking. She can't okay. not look. You're a robot. Thank you. And then my, uh, Val's back compartment opens, and Uh-oh. then Val reaches back and grabs the Chuckle Buck doll and throws the Chuckle Buck doll over all of this action towards Ellie to catch so that she can use it and and in- incapacitate this other Jared. Okay, so if you want me to roll to throw,
0: yes, you're gonna have to roll to see if you throw it. So uh, just do like a like a ranged attack, like you were throwing a, a spear or something. That's a fifteen. Oh yeah, good throw, good throw, Val. Your your mechanical arms uh, are are built for uh, these kind of physical labor tasks, I guess. Sure. And, uh, it you... might as well
2: have been a grenade. That's what I was programmed for. Probably. Maybe. I don't know. I can't tell.
0: Yeah. You throw it as if it was a grenade, the, the overhand, yeah. uh, overhead thing. <laughs> uh, and the doll goes sailing and, uh, Ellie, who's still holding her sword up just in case with one hand, uh, reaches up and catches chuckle buck with the other and looks down at the doll and back over at you, Val and goes, ah, okay. And then I say, do the thing. We'll see what happens on my turn. Um, do the thing. <laughs> and then, uh, so it'll be Jared's turn. Okay. Is he allergic
3: to light? Do we know?
0: You have no way of knowing.
3: Okay, fuck it. I'm going to try it. Let's see. I'm going to cast daylight.
0: So this is you invoking your God blessing, right?
3: Yes, it is. This is my God blessing. Okay. That I've never S- invoked before.
0: So as we did with, uh, with Stephanie, when she did her invocation, how do you invoke the Overgod of light in order to pull off this ability
3: i close my eyes and i start whispering to myself i'm whispering really quietly just like and everyone's like what's going on and i the whispering grows louder and louder and i'm like and everyone's like is he okay what's going on even to the point where evil jared is like like i feel like everything's kind of stopped because everyone's worried about me including evil jared okay uh And then I just start screaming nonsense words, and everyone's like, what is happening? And then I just stop, and my eyes open, and they're beaming light, like the statues from earlier, and I'm looking upwards, and then I just gaze directly onto Dark Jared with that daylight beam. So it comes from your eyes. It comes from my eyes. Do we remember Halle Berry in the first X Men as Storm?
0: Oh, of course, of course. Okay, iconic, natural. Uh,
3: when the moment when she's about to fuck, I think was it Toad? Mm-hmm. She's about to fuck Toad up, mm-hmm. and she's like, "You may want to hold on to something." Is that the line? Is that the proper read? That's of the line? that's like, one like, of the lines she says. Yeah, she also okay. has a terrible one about you may want to hold on to something, to and she starts like invoking the storm. Uh, I do something along those lines. Um do you stretch where your arms I say, out Jesus
2: style and start floating?
3: No, 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 no. no but floating. I do okay. I do, do one of these like like holding energy, like claw fingers together on my sides, like ooh, like super sick like. And I say you may want to close your eyes. Nice.
0: Uh okay. So you say like, it I wish it was better. <laughs> 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 honestly, I feel <laughs> no, it's, it's like honestly, <laughs>
3: I really feel like I let you all down with this. Like I set up this <laughs> whole thing and like the fucking line is you might want to close your eyes. Bullshit. No, it's great. It's not good. Um,
0: Jared, as this light starts beaming out of your eyes to fill yes. this room, you hear the uh, voice of the over god of light in your head. yeah, uh, you need, uh, need a little bit of uh, light there? All right. Well, let um, just go ahead and uh, get that all handled there for you. And this light rockets out of your eyes and this sphere which is 60 feet takes up this whole room so we're all just kind of standing in it now yeah um everyone's this is extremely bright it also sheds a dim light for an additional 60 feet so it's even spilling out into the main hall there the uh bad jared will not take any damage from this but they turn around to see the source of what's happening as you're making this whole little song and dance scene and yelling your your lines and so they look directly into the light and they have to cover their eyes. Uh their very dark eyes. They have to cover them like this. So now they're a little, a little bit uh, distracted and off kilter. We'll say.
3: Well, you're welcome, everyone.
0: Uh, which, <laughs> I did. Which, I mean,
3: amazing. <laughs> Congrats. It is.
0: So that brings us to Bad Jared's turn. Bad Jared is going to try to break out of the thorn whip grip. Well, at least we know now he's not allergic to light. So. So Stephanie, what we're going to do is a strength contest. Okay. To see if you can, uh, if, if Bad Jared is able to break the grip of this whip. The grip whip. Jared, why don't you have better strength?
3: 16. <laughs> because I'm crafty and yeah, uh, now
0: manipulative. I get it. It's too She's bad Stephanie actor, didn't put actor. their, if it Stephanie sucks. put her blood on the wall, I'm y'all would be actively
3: trying, I'm actively trying to subvert masculine tropes here, goddamn. And it. you're
0: doing a great job because you did not pass Thanks. the strength contest. So mm-hmm. <laughs> he is not able to break out. Of the grip, and because he is blinded by the lights and revved up like a deuce, he is not going to get another action. Which brings us to Stephanie's turn.
1: I'm still pulling. So how how far away is the room? Because that's my that's my whole goal. Come on, we're gonna party, whether you like it or not. We've got snacks. We've got party hats.
0: Um, you start dragging. uh, So your turn is going to be your movement, I guess. So you'll be able to make it because uh, Badger did not pass the strength check. So Ellie, still behind, uh, still uh, now holding a sword and a chucklebuck, calls out to you as you're dragging. And she says, can you make water? Uh-huh. Make I- as much water as you can, she says.
1: Like, where do you want it?
0: Put it back here by me. I got it. Don't worry. I got it. And she oh, winks at okay. you.
1: Okay. How much do you need?
0: All you got. Uh, a cube up to 100 feet on each side. <laughs> so kind of a lot.
3: This is where Rain on Me by Gaga starts playing in the background quietly. It does. Quietly. It's,
0: it's playing faintly right now, actually. Um, I never ran for a free ride. Do you, do you do this?
1: Absolutely.
0: Amazing. Okay. So this rain begins to fall. Uh, Ellie's going to look up at it. Look back down. Uh, pull the string on Chucklebuck first what do you call a fake noodle? An impasta. (laughs) Fake Jared (laughs) doesn't laugh out loud, just kind of like starts shaking his shoulders up and down as if he's like internally laughing. That tracks. And it uh, drops down to the ground. And as it does, Ellie looks into the sky up at the rain and you see her eyes kind of roll back in her head a little bit. And she starts whispering to herself, the oh, no. same way Jared just did.
1: Oh yeah, because she went to water.
0: She has a blessing from the Overgod of Water, and so what everyone sees is uh, she looks back at Jared and she goes, "Hang on to something." And <laughs> thank you. Puts her hands forward. Validation.
4: Oh my goodness.
0: She puts her hands forward in a in a fast, uh, jerky motion. And this rain starts gathering together, like it kind of culminates into this like big, this big swirl, and then blasts forward at fake Jared on the ground, creating this sort of uh, impromptu slip and slide that sends him. Now that he's on the ground, uh, rocketing forward out of the room, back into the main room, more than halfway to the party room. Uh, Stephanie, you are also caught up in this. Now that. <laughs> Now that fake Jared is being uh, slip and slided through the room and you are still hanging on. Can, do you want to hang on to the whip or do you want to let go? Oh, I'm we... hanging on. Okay. Yeah, then totally you are uh, yanked. So you're going and with them. You are pulled down by this, this force and uh, dragged away also. Val, you, you miss it and everyone else is behind. Uh, so Ellie kind of freaks out when she sees, number one, that it worked uh, and number two, that it knocked Stephanie down and she puts her hands on her head and uh, with doll in one hand, handle the sword in the other and goes, oh my gosh, I'm sorry.
1: Holy shit, that was so cool! Who who are you? Like, oh my god. I, I'm saying that as I'm, Being <laughs> as dragged. I'm sliding away.
0: <laughs> <laughs> slip and slided. Uh So yeah, you are almost right to the party room now. She, she slip yeah. and slid you pretty, pretty damn far. So Val, you're up if you want to do something.
2: I'm going to assist Stephanie in dragging him into the room. Can I do that?
0: Sure. You can run over there and offer an assistance. Yeah. Okay.
2: Wait. Uh, wait. I run
0: over to Stephanie
4: and I say, how can I help you today?
0: And then a a robotic arm uh, is
2: outstretched, pointing towards the vine, like I got it from here.
0: Or we got it together, maybe. Yeah, sure. Uh, Okay, so Jared, you are now just you and Ellie in this room, uh, decently far away from the action.
2: Can I at
3: least from this back part of the room, if I look through the corridor, can I still see?
0: You can see all the action.
3: I can still see it, and I have a clear vision of everything. Sure,
0: it's also well. It's also extremely bright in here uh, from the daylight, yeah. so you well, it's, you're affected to that a little bit. But I guess you're probably less affected by it. Maybe the god gave you a little bit of bonus.
3: I'm going to go ahead and pull out my bow. Okay, uh, and I'm just going to aim it directly at the opposite Jared's face. Okay, sixteen.
0: Yeah, your armor class is only thirteen, so you're definitely going to hit yourself. Oh fuck! Okay, six. Six damage. Yeah. So what everybody else sees then, uh, what Val and Stephanie see, is an arrow just rocket from this hallway (laughs) Uh, and land uh, a pretty accurate shot into uh, fake Jared's face, apparently. And at that, I can, since he took damage, I can roll a wisdom save to try to break the hideous laughter. Jared, I don't roll well when I'm playing as you. I know, uh, it sucks. Did not succeed. So he is still incapacitated. It's also his turn now. So we have to try again a second time. I rolled the exact same thing two times in a row. I rolled an 11 <laughs> both times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Welcome to my life
3: by simple plan.
0: Uh, okay. Bad Jared does nothing. Uh, oh, still incapacitated. Fuck, fuck yeah. On the ground, wet, pupils dilating, and Stephanie, do something.
1: Okay. We're tracking away. I, I stand up. <laughs> Okay. And I just, now they're on the ground, right? Correct. So now I'm just going to be like literally dragging them to the room.
0: With Val's assistance.
1: Incredible. Great.
4: Let's go, How can Val. I help you today?
0: So and we don't even need to roll sure for that because this guy, because uh, he's on the ground and incapacitated and you have a robot. Uh, on this turn, you are able to drag Bad Jared into the party room. And right. you're drag inside my now. ass.
1: Look, we have more people.
0: You hear the voice of the statue echo from the statue and say, Ooh, guests for my party! Now I can throw the grandest party in the land! Thank you! Let's get this party started. Oh, yeah, you are there. Okay. We already have music, I said. Um, At this, now that all the party checklist has been checked off... The statue, which had its hands covering its face, uh, the hands move away from the face and you just see a big smile on this statue dude's face because now his party is happening. And he turns his hand like this and the ring he was wearing falls off of his hand. And then he puts his hand back up and then turns it around at you and waves and says, thank you for the party. Oh, dear. No,
2: thank you. Val is kind goes of weird about all of this
0: goes back to being completely still as a statue. And the statue stone ring clanks to the ground near his feet.
1: Okay, we got it. We can take him out now.
0: Okay. You hear from the other room. <laughs> I can't believe this worked. I'm so happy.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Ellie is up. So Ellie's going to run out into the main room. Uh, she can't make it to the action on her turn. She'll dash. So she's back in the main room, but she can't make it to the action because uh, she's sent him so far on the slip and slide. Val, what are you going to do? I'm going to cast blindness, deafness on this dude.
2: Okay. Uh, da, 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 you have to make a constitution saving throw.
0: Okay. That is a 12. That is a no. Okay. So you are blind. Okay. So now he's tied up and incapacitated and blind.
2: Yes. That you way we, guys, don't have
0: to wor- we don't really have to worry about him at this point. We can go on about our business. You guys do a a wonderful job of just fucking ruining some people sometimes (laughs) when it's like you guys against one person like the like the slobbery monster in the haunted house like that was pinned to the wall and burning and whatever like oh my god okay so this guy has a lot of status effects on him Um, yeah
2: that's fine so that way we can just kind of leave him in the corner and not have to worry about him until we solve the rest of the puzzle basically and then (laughs) as a bonus action i go over to the ring and pick it up
0: cool jared do you want to do anything you're still in the original room Uh, I'm just going to dash, out to 60,
3: and then just join the group. Because, I mean, at this point, i got to be by my people. Yeah.
0: Okay. So what can I do as this dude? Uh, We're going to try to end some of the status effects. So he will try to stop being uh, riddled with laughter. That is a uh, one. Oh.
1: So now, what happens on a critical fail for that, Danny? Um,
0: Jesus.
3: Laugh to death.
1: Laugh to death. I was going to say, does he laugh, laugh to himself death. to death?
0: You know what? <laughs> you know what happens? Honestly, is he laughs so much that he dies? <laughs> oh my god! Laugh to death. You see him st- shaking. He's not making any sound, which is kind of creepy. He's shaking from the laughter, and he starts like kind of like convulsing, and he's like he's like gyrating, and he puts his hands up like he's in a, a fucking Baptist church, and he's like, uh, uh, and then he just. Completely stops moving. His arms drop to the ground. His hands go limp. And he just, bleh, on the ground. And what Val and Stephanie see, since they are in the room, is the same way the body formed out of blood. So it goes back to being blood. The body starts melting back into blood and shrinking back down. Remember, it was just a little swipe on the wall originally. Shrinking, shrinking, shrinking back down and swirling. But it doesn't go into nothing it swirls into a shape and is it a blood penis? that was once bad jared is now <laughs> in this it's now a shape of what is it a penis no not not entirely not entirely a crudely made
2: what looks like some so, it's not not, in, a, it's, in so it's not not it's high school made a penis penis yeah. So why don't I just say it until you'll know what it is? Uh, mm, no, I think we should keep guessing. No, this guessing. is even better. No, this is better. It,
3: dick, and balls. Tell us now, please This DM, is, sir. Danny, this There's is not enough blood, podcasting. so it's only
2: one ball. It takes the
0: form <laughs> of a dagger made of hardened blood.
2: Ooh.
0: Hardened It's, so metal. it's a solidified <laughs> blood dagger. That's sick. Okay.
3: So it's the shape of can I pull it off the wall?
0: It's just on the ground in yeah, the in the, the, the party room. Oh, it's just, it's, it's oh, just it's on a, the ground. It's just a dagger. It's just it's not it's not it's not a drawing of a dagger. It's a dagger you can grab with your hand. Oh,
3: straight the fuck up. That's my blood. I want it. Can I take it?
0: So, so yeah, Ellie and uh Jared into the room at this point.
1: I think we need okay. to put it in the slot.
0: Oh, yeah, we should probably do that. Fuck. Okay. No, but that's the, probably but right. But you
1: should also probably take it
3: afterwards. I'm going to no, like... no, no, no. I'm for sure going to take it afterwards. Do you but... guys know that?
2: Do you guys know that trick with a vending machine where you can, like, tie a string around a quarter and drop it in but then pull it back yeah. out right Yeah. Anybody
3: got some rope? Hold on. I got rope. <laughs> Hold on. You got rope? What do you do
0: now? Okay. I'm going to go put the rope. dagger in the hole. So you reverse sword in the stone, stab this dagger down back yeah. into the, the thin slot pedestal? Yes. Well, what do you know? It fits absolutely perfectly. And the uh, corresponding side of that raised gold so cube nice. in the center uh, lights up It illuminates in the shape of the dagger Like a symbol of a dagger on that side Ooh, Fuck yeah Do you pull the dagger back out?
3: I, uh, well I want to see what happens when we Illuminate all of them and then If it doesn't disappear like It may want to do um, I'm going to try to take it out after Well I mean should I try it now? Fuck it I'll try it now I try to pull
0: it out can I pull it out? You cannot pull it out it is firm, Firmly stuck
2: <laughs> That puts the ring on the ring one
0: so that's a it's a handprint with the ring on it
2: sure oh damn it okay fine so val then val goes and tries with the, the most enthusiasm it's also like it's also the pedestal is kind of tall for val because val's very short so it's like a kid trying to get into the cookie jar you know that's pushed back to the back of the the, the tippy toes and like almost got it almost got it no it's not gonna work and then finally Val like hand goes into it but then nothing happens and you you hear the uh, this metal hand like a clasp hand scraping against stone like sh- 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 like try no this way no this way and then Val just gives up yeah nothing right happens down, and then t- walks over to Stephanie and like Val's what would be head doesn't move but you can tell that if this was a child the head, the head would be like pointed downward really sad when just the arm goes up here you take the ring <laughs>
1: Okay, sorry. And though. then slumps, and then
2: just this like walks away, kind of kicking rocks a
0: little bit, just like no, mm. no, nah, 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 that's not fair. Shucks.
1: <laughs> Stephanie feels bad, but she goes and does the thing with the ring. Yes,
0: putting the handprint with the statue ring on your hand uh, makes the uh, you feel kind of like a glow coming from beneath your hand, and the uh, symbol on that side of the cube lights up. You are now illuminated three of the four symbols. The re- only remaining room is the room with the fountain.
1: When I move my hand, is the ring still on my finger?
0: No, the ring solidifies into place. You slide your hand out, Got much it. like the blood dagger. It is now stuck there.
2: Got it. Okay. So
0: you have one room remaining.
2: I go back and I get the two jugs of water that I took out from the water room.
0: Okay. They are completely that full. In the water room? You said. That was in the water room, right? Well, the jugs were on the ground next to the pedestal, the the only remaining pedestal. Okay, And you took them into the party room after you filled okay. them with water. So they're full they're clearly of water. They
2: right did now. nothing because the guy was mad about that and he wanted booze. So Val goes back yes. to get those jugs again and then okay. takes them and walks into the, f- the fountain room.
0: He said it was such spite again. S- stupid. Okay. So Val's in there. I will also go in there. Mm-hmm. You've already been in there. It's just, just a fountain. Water looks pretty clean. Okay.
3: Should I bleed into What's the fountain? What's last?
0: God.
1: What's the last um pedestal?
0: It is uh, a like a ring, like a circle like something will fit into.
1: I say, "Hey Val, let me see one of those jugs." And I pour water onto onto it.
0: You just spill water onto the pedestal?
1: Yeah, like in the in the little groove. Nothing happens. Yeah. No. Well, it was worth a try. I'm out of ideas. <laughs> well, I'm out of ideas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um to I remember in the what- fun fa- one I'm jug gonna... is is big and one jug is medium. They're not the same size.
3: Okay, what if we just set the jug on it? Which one? Whichever one fits.
2: Wait, 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 wait! I know this one. I know this one. It's the so, uh, it's the fucking Die Hard three in the fountain. With... There
0: is no way for Val to communicate that.
2: Wait, wait, wait. <laughs>
0: wait. So <laughs> all you hear, all you're seeing is arms arms flailing and it's oh Val yeah, it's just don't
4: Hello. Hello. Oh, you're
0: Hello. familiar with Hello. the
3: lore of the Diehard?
0: Do not Google. Do not Google it. Do not I'm fucking trusting you not to Google it. So, uh Jared, as you're messing around with the with the bottom of this thing, you notice that the bigger jug fits perfectly into the groove, oh. but when you put it on there nothing happens.
3: What if I pour more water into it? Is it full to the brim?
0: Are you going to go fill it up and put it full to the brim? The big one?
3: Oh, but I have the medium there. I can just pour what's in the medium into the big Right?
0: Has anyone investigated the jugs themselves? I don't think we have. Why doesn't somebody maybe investigate the jugs themselves? Do you want me to? I can. You have the big one in your hand. Okay. I'm going to just start investigating it. Okay. Stephanie, you want to do the little one since you're nearby? Sure. Jared, you turn this jug in all directions and turn it around. And Stephanie, you do yours. And Jared, the big jug you're holding in your hand has one, two, three, four, five tally marks scratched into the very bottom of it. And Stephanie, yours has one, two, three telemarks scratched into the bottom of it.
4: Fuck.
3: Okay. Uh, I go back into the fountain room and I look around. Do I see any jug? Any other jug?
0: Just these two jugs. And remember, the, fi- the one with the five on it fits into the hole, under the pedestal.
3: What if I, fill- I put the, the five jug on the platform and it fits? Mm-hmm. I go and fill up the three jug fully to the brim and I pour that into the four jug, or into the five jug.
0: Okay, so you'd have three in the five?
3: Yes. Okay. And then I go back and I fill up the three jug again and I pour slowly into the big jug until I feel like a a, a third of that has gone in.
2: We'll let you have it. Technically no. at some point...
0: The stakes are different than what I stole this from, so (laughs) I will allow you to have that, yes. Um, So Jared, you are pouring slowly from the smaller jug into the bigger jug, and at a certain point, you must have hit the right threshold because the circle underneath lights up, and looking over at the gold cube, it also lights up, the symbol for this water jug on the other side of the cube. Now all four sides of this golden cube have become illuminated and what happens is that the top of this cube uh, pops open, and the, pedestal it's, on, the t- like pedestal it's on the uh, like six foot tall pedestal it's on lowers into the ground all the way down, flat on the ground. So now this open the, gold cube is sitting on the ground. But not that, but not the trademarked one, a different one. Well, we were both off keys, so that's we're fine. This open gold cube is now sitting on the ground.
1: What's in it, Danny?
2: Who's going to uh, touch it? Who wants who, to touch it first? Who wants to touch it?
0: Val. OMG. I
1: don't care
2: Apparently if it's going to kill me or give me, me rich, whatever. Val is just finally ready. So Val runs to the okay. front of the group and reaches in.
0: So you're going to take so much damage. No, I'm just oh kidding. God. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, inside is a uh, large golden key.
2: Ooh. Hello. That's Val being excited. Anybody okay. see a
3: large golden door?
2: So
1: you know that the circle, maybe now we do the circle. Now is the circle time.
3: Oh, Sure thing. Okay, yeah, let's go. I forgot sure about that death trap. Let's go so, back to it.
2: With the golden key in one hand, with Val's other hand, Val reaches up to grab Stephanie's hand to hold her hand and pulls her
0: anxiously towards that direction.
3: So we all start running back up the
0: hallway. Uh You reemerge in the room you came from with that uh, red circle on the ground. And okay. You do what? We
3: we go we
2: Val's go in it, man. Torso turns to the left and to the right, as opposed like to insinuate that like they're looking at everyone. Like ready, mm-hmm. ready, like. Uh huh. Uh, and everybody takes one step forward at the same time.
0: You all step forward into this red circle, and the red stuff on the ground uh, lights up. It is now also illuminated, and you just feel like like a gust kind of wind kind of shoot up from the bottom. And you kind of have to close your eyes because it gets in your eyes a little bit. And when you open your eyes, you are no longer in that same room. You are now somewhere else entirely. You now find yourself in a luxurious room with high ceilings. Fancy furnishings, a classy fireplace, works of art on pedestals and on the walls, shelves and shelves of leather-bound books in every direction, everything polished and sparkling. This is nothing like the desert or the dungeon you were just in. You look down and notice you are standing in the same circle. There's another one of these circles on the floor of this room. But based on the furniture and the furnishings, you would guess this is some kind of library or office or study. And at the far end of the room, away from you, there is a uh, large oak desk with a chair behind it. And that chair is turned away from you. And from that turned away chair, you hear a slow clap begin.
2: Val also does the slow clap. Clank. In the same unison.
0: Clank. 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 (laughs) And after a moment of this dramatic melodramatic even slow clap you hear a voice say you've made it through my puzzles congratulations (laughs) oh my god i hate this
1: voice so much danny i just what i think that you can't like make a voice that is going to like just instantly make me not stoked on it
0: you don't even fucking know yet the chair (laughs) the chair then slowly turns to reveal the person this is a human man who appears to be about in his mid to late 40s. He's got shoulder-length brown hair that's pushed back but receding a little bit and a bit of a hardened face that suggests he's seen better times in his earlier days. He's wearing a formal outfit one might wear to some kind of gala or ball though it looks a little bit dusty and wrinkly on him. Mm -hmm. And he also has small round glasses over his eyes. Okay, break my heart. Break my heart. Sounds hot. He looks calm but alert and you see there is a wand sitting on his lap. Oh, my God. Magic, rugged daddy, my
3: type. Bam. Fuck me Is this what
0: happened to Harry Potter? And he looks at you expectantly, not saying a word.
3: Does he look at me in any particular
0: way? He's going between all four of you.
3: But does he wander a little bit longer on me at all?
0: (laughs) Uh, Impossible to tell at this distance.
1: Are you Balthazar?
0: His eyes go fucking wide when you say Balthazar. And he stands up from his chair, holding his wand, and looks Greetings. at you. And sa-
4: I am a variant Alpha Psionic Altonian Lexo Transceiver <laughs> Unit, model number xfced F-C-E-D-001. I got his attention, but this time. you can call me Val for short. It's great to meet you.
0: Why would you say that name to me? Because don't ever mention that name in my home?
1: Whoa, sorry. Is that like your ex boyfriend or something? I don't know. Like
0: Balthazar is my rival. That-
1: Oh, okay. How
0: dare you? Are you agents of Balthazar? Ouch.
1: No, are, we're just are looking you working, for a what diamond. Are you,
0: what are you doing here?
1: I'm looking for a diamond, and I was told to go to the desert and find a diamond.
0: He looks down, and he thinks for a second, and he says, well, you're crafty. I'll give you that.
4: Don't worry. You can trust me. I'm friendly <laughs> and approachable. <laughs>
0: you made it through my puzzles, which is difficult to do. Not many people have done it. Well, it wasn't that difficult. Well. Let's be frank. I mean, the, it seems like you had some trouble with Laugh the jokes Laugh out loud.
3: There. No. Well, we got it pretty quick, you surprisingly.
0: See, you see this whole thing, the mirage, the statues, the golems, the quicksand, the puzzles. Mm-hmm. Well, they serve two purposes. What, One is- To be easy and to be solved fast? I don't care for you much yet. One, Laugh is out loud. to protect me and my belongings from people who want to take what doesn't belong to them. <laughs> and two- as sort of a test, help me find mm, capable people. Which category do you fall into? Are you vile, or are you helpful? Sure thing. Oh
1: my god, it's totally Cage. I'm getting totally cage. cage. I'm getting okay, big Cage. Okay,
0: and he stares at you expectantly. Sure helpful. Thing. We're helpful. Now give us sure money. Thing. I'm afraid well, it doesn't work quite like that. You see. Okay. How can I help you today? I'm not in the business of giving out free diamonds.
1: I mean, but we got this here, and I say, show him the thing, Val. Do the thing. Do the thing. That's what you, you, you do the thing.
0: Oh. Oh.
2: Uh, Ouch. And then Val shamefully, uh, embarrassingly holds up the
0: golden key. Well, yeah, of course you have the golden key. You wouldn't be able to get in here otherwise.
2: Oh.
1: So that's how that worked?
0: That circle, that's a teleportation circle. You have to have the key to get here. Otherwise, you'd have just been sent back to the desert.
2: Val... Puts the golden key in the back compartment of the chassis.
0: So it sounds like you need something from me. A diamond. Right. A diamond. But it seems like I also could use something from you.
3: What could you use from us? Wait,
2: wait, wait, wait. Val opens up the back compartment and pulls out a handful of sand and just kind of chucks it on the ground in his general direction.
0: He is uh, sure too thing. far away to be affected by it, by, by no, the attack No, no, no. Of the I'm sand. just offering,
2: he said he needs something from us, so oh, he, must mean, I he see. must mean the
0: sand. I see. He looks at the sand and he goes, I'm afraid it's something a little bit more valuable than that. You see, my puzzles, well, they're a test for me to find people with sharp minds capable of finding things that don't want to be found. You see, I need help acquiring something, something that doesn't belong to the person who has it.
1: Are we stealing the Declaration of Independence, Independence. Are we really going to do this? Is this what we're doing? Are we doing a heist to steal the Fantasy Declaration of Independence?
0: This man uh, walks, <laughs> walks away from his desk and walks over to a nearby bookshelf, stopping just before he collides with it. His face and body just mere inches away from the books, staring at them, not moving or turning around, even though he's talking right at you. And he says to the books, but also to you, how familiar are you with the history of Constance?
1: God damn it! I didn't
4: <laughs> And he waits.
0: I'm afraid for an answer. that
4: information is not available at the moment.
1: Wait, hold on. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a history. You check? Do a history check. I'm gonna do a history check. Yeah, I got a uh... four total. He takes
0: your silence as a cue that he can just keep powering through, and he says. Well, thousands of years ago, after the first communities and towns were formed, Constance uh, looked at a king. You see, we became a monarchy. Maybe you read about it in the study room back in the back in the puzzles there. But it turns out that this king was not a good guy. <laughs> he yells directly into the books. And then he kind of catches himself and he clears his throat and he moves away from the bookshelf a little further down the wall to a lit fireplace. And he puts his hand up on the wall, and he stares directly into the fire. Still not at you. And he says, he abused his power. Mistreated his people. Stole from the coffers. You know the type. Life for the common folk got pretty bad there for a while, you know? (laughs) While he's he's
2: talking and not looking at us, is there any shiny object off to the side that would distract Val and get Val's attention to go fuck This
0: room is littered with valuable objects and vases and gold and things like that. Not
2: for the sake of like stealing just for the sake of like ooh shiny shiny Val is going to wander off while he's brooding over this fireplace. So
0: Val's not even paying attention.
2: Monologuing. Val I'm listening but I'm also ooh shiny and Val's going to go just mess with stuff.
0: Okay. Uh, He takes a deep breath with his nose. And then he exhales and shakes his whole body out. <laughs> <laughs> and then he walks over to a nearby couch and lays down on his back, staring up at the ceiling, still not looking at you. And he Stephanie
1: says, just kind of looks over at Ellie and Jared and is like, um...
0: Ellie's like furrowing her brow and she has like her hand on her face, like scratching her neck, looking at you like, um, oh, okay. Uh, the man continues, some of the community has got together to rally against the king they became allies, united against the monarchy that was taking everything from them. They wanted to declare, in writing, that they could no longer recognize the king's rule. (laughs) And that they would govern themselves from now on.
2: Uh...
0: I'm sure you could imagine this was a long and difficult dream, but they were ultimately successful. And that's why the Constance we live in today is made up of independently governed communities who don't live under the thumb of some chomp. By the the, the time he gets to this point,
2: Val has made their way around the room uh-huh. towards the desk and the chair that he was originally okay. sitting in. Val now sits in that chair, spins around to face the desk and my friends, and mm. kicks uh, their little robot feet up on the desk and kind of does like a <laughs> ah, like, okay. I, like I own the place kind of thing. The, just kind of getting a feel for it.
0: The owner of this room, this man, uh, starts bicycle kicking his legs into the air like he's just punching the air with his feet for a minute and then puts his legs back down and doesn't move. For a second, and then quickly sits up and now stares directly at the three of you since Val is in the chair, so the remaining three. And he says, And that brings us to today, to a new kind of chump. You see, this written document is a critical piece of Constance history. It should be treated as such. It should be in one of the finest museums, but no, it's currently in the hands of Balthazar, the collector. <laughs> he keeps it hidden away from everyone. He sees it as Val- more of a status symbol. Val has found a
2: cigar. Okay, yeah, yeah, absolutely. It is now holding the cigar like just
0: a businessman of business. Balthazar sees this as a status symbol for him to bring out when he to impress bored dignitaries at his shitty parties. He's hogging a priceless piece of history, and I will no longer stand for it. I want to put that document where it rightfully belongs. But he's got it hidden, locked up, behind a series of traps and puzzles, and he points toward the teleportation circle, and he goes... Not unlike what you just did out there, though his are much more intense.
1: Stephanie's hand has been raised for probably a good
0: solid like
2: four minutes at this point. Yeah.
0: He just now realizes that he, and he goes, Oh, yeah. Sorry. Um, <laughs> a little in the zone there, you know? <laughs>
1: <laughs> if you're a wizard, why didn't you get it back yourself?
0: Well, as I was saying before I was interrupted, Val has found
2: (laughs) this man's ledger and Uh a pen and a fountain pen and has started drawing cute pictures of what Uh, are my adventures so far with my friends. Okay. It looks like a, what I want to say though, it looks like a dot matrix printout.
0: Okay. That's good. (laughs) I have so few words left to say. We got to just do this. He says, (laughs) but it can't be done alone. I need a team. And that's when he stands up and walks toward the three of you, looks over his shoulder at Val and kind of stops and goes, oh, oh, and then keeps walking toward the remaining three. And he says, my name is Nicholas. I'm a great and powerful mage. So much so that people have started adding that word to my name. So you can call me Nicholas Mage. And I need your help. We're going to steal the Constance Declaration of Independence.
3: This podcast has been brought to you by the Nostalgia Network.
1: Visit the Network.com for more.
3: Hey everybody. I'm Eric. I'm Shelby. I'm Jake. And we are the band Lousy Advice from the Lousy Advice Podcast. Come listen as we draft artists and genre-centric best-of lists.
4: With the help of our closest friends.
3: These lists are canon.
4: And there's not a goddamn thing you can do about it.
3: From misfits to share. Green Day to Gaga.
4: Or Pup to Paramore.
3: Listen to the Lousy Advice Podcast now or else... Stream us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, the Nostalgia Network, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: And don't forget that we are the band Lousy Advice, and this is our podcast, the Lousy Advice Podcast. The Lousy Advice Podcast?
3: The Lousy Advice Podcast. Podcast.